Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. So this week's topic, as I'm sure you can tell from the title, is things I want to see more and less of in 2022. I got this idea from Kayla Moncrief, whose podcast I listened to of this recently, and she actually mentioned me in it. I was literally walking home from the gym and all of a sudden heard she wants to see less sunbeds and fake tans. And it was basically sparked after I spoke on my Instagram story about getting my moles removed and about not doing sunbeds and stuff. So it's good to see I'm having an influence in a positive way on some people. But yeah, it was so weird hearing my name like that in a podcast I was listening to. I just wasn't expecting it at all. But yeah, I just thought it was a really cool idea. And I just thought it would be a good follow on from the 21 things I learned in 2021. I mean, I haven't done 22 things. Maybe I have. I don't know. I haven't counted them. Yeah, I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for all the love and support. It's so mad to see my listeners going up and up, so thank you for sharing. It really means the world to me. If you enjoy the podcast, if you can share the podcast link to Spotify on your story, because I feel like podcasts are one of those things you definitely find from people recommending to you. So yeah, big love to everyone who has shared the podcast. And let's just get straight into it. So things I want to see more and less of in 2022. This one is actually taken from, Caitlin also said this in her podcast, but I want to see more flexitarianism, you know? Just people trying out more veggie options, maybe going veggie for two days a week, or just like picking the vegan burger in a restaurant, or like, I don't know, it's just really nice to see, you know, when like a full meat eater will just get the corn mints because they're like, oh, it tastes the same. Stuff like that. I just want to see more flexitarianism, more people not turning their noses up at vegetarianism and veganism and just trying new things and kind of just being open to not always having like meat, veg and carbs. Do you know what I mean? Especially with boys. I do just find in general boys are a lot more set in their ways as as to thinking they have to have meat with every meal. Not necessarily breakfast, but you know what I mean? But yeah, I just want to see more people embracing vegetarianism, but not necessarily being a vegetarian. (laughs) Okay, next on my list, I want to see more men having skincare routines. I've been seeing on my TikTok for you page, little, I was about to say little men. (laughs) Um, I was, I keep seeing guys having their little, um, I don't know what I'm saying, little, it's so (laughs) patronising. having their morning routines or like a day in the life and it's always really nice to see when they have a skincare routine in there so yeah I want to see more men looking after their skin also looking after their hair why are men marketed a four-in-one shower gel shampoo conditioner and I don't know I don't know what else Yet I'm out here spending 20 quid on a bot, a tiny 100ml, I don't even know if it is 100ml, bottle of Olaplex to mend the bonds in my hair. Like, come on! <laughs> so yeah, I want to see more men looking after their hair and their skin. Maybe then there wouldn't be so many balding men. Yeah, maybe that's the issue. Like, I want to see them travelling with a skincare bag the same way we do. I want to see them using face masks. I want to see them using salicylic acid. You name it. I want them using it. So yeah, boys, 
start investing in your skincare and your hair care, it'll definitely pay off in the long run, I think. Unless us girls are just being completely brainwashed. (laughs) Okay, next one. This is what I want to see less of. And I want to see less of people addressing or apologising for not looking the best they've ever looked. Like, you're allowed to come on stories and have just woken up and still be in your dressing gown and have no makeup on. People do not expect you to look like you've just spent two hours getting ready for an event at every single point in your life. So we just need to stop apologising for it. Like, why are we sorry for looking a certain way when that's just how we look? You wouldn't, I don't know, you wouldn't go out for lunch with someone and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I look terrible. No one cares. No one cares what you look like. And it also just kind of sets a bit of a, a sta- not a standard, but like, it kind of doesn't make people feel like they should feel feel bad or guilty or have shame around not always looking 100%. So yeah, let's just scrap apologising for how we look and just, just be how we look. <laughs> okay, I really like this one. I want to see more of people doing hobbies and things they love for no reason other than because they love them. So not to get fit, not to lose weight, not to... Not for monetary gain, but just because you genuinely enjoy something and it brings you happiness. For example, I don't know, drawing in one of those adult colouring in books or wall climbing or pole dancing, like just doing something that makes you feel happy, but doesn't benefit. I, I mean, I guess with anything that is exercise, there always is an element of that it does have an impact in terms of like it's exercise, it's going to help you burn calories at the end of the day, but not focusing on it for that and actually just like getting lost in it and really enjoying it. Whatever it is, you could be shit at it, but it doesn't matter because it brings you happiness. And this is the thing, I feel like over lockdowns, so many people kind of picked up hobbies and things and then turned it into something that would gain, something that would benefit them financially. So, you know, turn it into a small business, whether it was candle making or whether it was, I don't know, something along those lines. The thing is, when you turn a little hobby like that into a business, it can, and I'm not saying always, but it can a lot of the time suck the fun out of it. So, yeah, I just want to see people doing more things like just for themselves. Hey, moving on, something I want to see more of is people posting, this might be actually, lots of people don't like this, so I'm sorry if you disagree with this, but I want to see more people posting their food on their Instagrams, whether it's a post or a story. I'm so intrigued by what other people eat. I know like loads of people find it triggering. I know it is annoying when you see someone that's just like eating salads and like small portions, you're like, literally fuck off. But I'm just really intrigued by other people's diets and what they consume on a daily basis. Yeah, it's like when people upload their Christmas dinner and you get to sit there and judge it. It's like so intriguing to me or something. So yeah, I just want to see more people posting their food. Also because I love people posting when they go to a restaurant and they post pictures of their meals. It's such a good way to get restaurant recommendations because you're actually seeing the food and how good it looks. And also because if I ever want to go to a restaurant, nine times out of ten, I will look them up on Instagram and then go onto their tagged photos and see what the food actually looks like. So first I'll read the menu, then I'll go see what the menu actually looks like. I just think it's so beneficial. 
right, this is what I do. If I'm in a restaurant and I can't decide between two dishes, I'll go on their Instagram, look at their tagged photos and find photos of both of the dishes and then I can decide based off of the photos what I want to order. Because there's actually nothing worse than ordering something and it just being completely not what you expected. So yeah, I know loads of people are against the whole putting your foot on Instagram thing and find it really annoying. If you are one of those people, you probably hate me. There are times where I'm like, right, chill the fuck out in the food front because you're not a food page here. <laughs> like sometimes I'm like, should I just turn into a food Instagram? Because <laughs> it seems to be all I post most of the time. But I actually just can't stop it. I'm such a foodie and I, I, yeah, I just don't think I'll ever stop sharing my food. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you can hear the rain, by the way. It's, uh, there's meant to be a storm today. And you can definitely hear it thumping against my skylight, so apologies for that. But moving on to my next one, I want to see more people dating for entertainment purposes. <laughs> like, not dating to find a boyfriend. Like, being happily single, but dating literally for the fun of it. So, whether that's for the funny stories, or whether it's just for a bit of crack and some good food and drinks... Yeah, I just want to see more people dating and not taking it seriously. I find dating stories so funny and I just need more content from people <laughs> in terms of dating stories. And then I can do another funny first date stories podcast because that was fucking hilarious. Also, I have a boyfriend so I can't contribute to these stories. So I need other people to be getting them for me. Okay, next one is something I want to see less of, and that is people using filters all the time on their stories. I'm just sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I understand that there are times when, I don't know, if, you ha- if you're having a really, really bad skin day and there is something you really, really want to come on and say and you're not going to do it if you don't use a filter, I get it then, but can we just normalise having pores and having fine lines and redness and not always looking amazing yeah I think filters are doing a lot more negative than we I mean I know that I know that we know that filters are a bad thing but I don't think we actually realize how subconsciously they're affecting us I think when you overuse them you can literally then be surprised at your own reflection or if you just open like selfie camera or yeah whatever it is sometimes you're actually like shocked to see what you look like without it and that is so so bad apparently there's a huge rise in people getting surgery to look the way they do in a specific filter so people getting a nose job to have the nose of a filter or their lips done to have the way their lips look in a filter and yeah I just think they're so toxic and they're really subconsciously destroying how we view ourselves So, yeah, we just need to scrap them. I don't mind the ones that just give you a little bit of a tan or make kind of like a little retro kind of effect going on, you know? But see those ones that completely change your features? They're so fucked up. Okay, this next one is something I want to see more of and I want to see more people doing things on their own. So more taking yourself out on dates, more going to cinema on your own, more going out for lunch on your own. There's something so nice about feeling confident enough to go out on your own and enjoy your own company in front of other people that are out in groups. And just not being afraid to kind of 
I think people always have it in their head that they'll look like a weirdo. But I personally think there's something so cool about being secure enough to go out and do stuff on your own like that. So yeah, this is the year of taking yourself out more and just not letting anyone affect your plans. Like if you want to do something, just go out and do it. You don't need someone by your side to be there. Next thing I want to see more of in 2022 is more people going to therapy. Can you imagine how much of a better place this world would be if everyone went to therapy and just sorted their shit out? (laughs) There would be so much less bad in the world if we all got to the bottom of our trauma and our just things in our heads and were able to have healthy relationships and not be toxic and just be able to speak about things openly. So yeah, I want to see more people going to therapy. I mean, that is a hugely, first of all, unrealistic and secondly, privileged thing to say because therapy is fucking expensive. And I know, well, I don't know about other countries how it works, but I know if you do want to go through the NHS to get it for free, that the waiting lists are ridiculously long. And then when you do finally get therapy, say, on the NHS, you maybe don't click with the therapist and then you don't have a choice to go to someone else. So I know it's a lot more complicated. It's not just a case of everyone go to therapy and we'll all be better people and the world will be a better place. I know it's a lot more complicated than that. But I'm just saying people that do have the means and know that they probably should go to therapy, you should definitely consider it. (laughs) I went to therapy last year for... A few months, maybe like four months, maybe, I don't know, maybe less than that. Every other week, just once every other week. I did think it very much benefited me at the time. And then, I don't know, I just found I hit a bit of a brick wall with it and I ended up stopping it. Um, But I, it is something I really want to get back into. I think I am going to look at starting it in Leeds sometime soon. Hopefully within the next couple of weeks, because honestly, I keep throwing a wobbler every now and then. And yeah, just I'm not the most mentally stable person ever. And I just feel like having someone to really talk about every little thing going on in your head and have them able to help you figure out why you're thinking that and how you can stop thinking like that is so beneficial. It's also just crazy how we value things. Like we look at therapy, say it's £50 for a session. And we think, fuck, that's so expensive. I know it can be a lot more expensive than that. There's probably therapists in London that are like more than £200 a session. But anyway, let's say it's £50 a session and we look at that and we're like, fuck, that's so expensive. Like, I don't want to pay £50 every two weeks to go to therapy. But then we'll happily spend 50 quid on a dinner and drinks. And it's like, okay, I know I'm a foodie and I love going out for dinner and drinks, but what is actually going to benefit you in the long run? It's just crazy how we, yeah, how we have such differing views on what is and isn't expensive or worth the money. Moving on from that, I want to see more people reading books. So I feel like everyone, when they were kids, I know I, when I was a kid, loved reading. Because, you know, you grow up when you're a little kid and you have someone read bedtime stories to you and then you learn to read and it's so, it's a very exciting thing being able to read books, I think, when you're younger. Then I think when we go into like secondary school, reading becomes a bit of a chore because I think we definitely associate reading with school because you start doing 
English and have to like study certain books and all of a sudden all this reading of different subjects in school reading becomes very much associated with schoolwork and with being a chore and I think lots of people fall out of love with reading. I know I definitely did. I, it became something that I only ever did in summer holidays when I was on a sun chair sunbathing and that was the only time I could zone out and read a book and enjoy it. And I think because everyone kind of at the same time goes through this, it almost becomes a thing that it becomes kind of like uncool, do you know? Like it's kind of seen as, I'm not going to say nerdy, but if you were choosing to read a book over keeping up with the series that everyone was watching, it would be like, what the fuck type of thing. And yeah, I just want to see more people reading. I think reading is cool and I think it benefits all of us, whether that's reading educational books or reading novels. It literally doesn't matter. It's so good for your brain and it's so good for your concentration. And it's also just great to be able to get lost in a book like that and zone out. It's almost like a form of meditation kind of like really just zoning out and not thinking about anything else apart from just being really immersed in the story it's such a it's such a beautiful thing so I want to see more people reading and this is kind of another one but it's kind of building on top of that but something else I want to see more of is people posting about what they're reading and reviewing the books after they have finished it I love seeing people's opinions of books that they're reading I find it very, very hard to read a book without being recommended it by someone because if you don't if you don't have someone's recommendation as to whether it's a good book or not, then it's really hard to motivate yourself to get to the end if if you don't know if it's gonna be worth it. Does that make sense? So yeah, I always follow people's recommendations and I'm always so appreciative of your guys' recommendations. Cause I always post about what I'm reading on my story and what I'm thinking of it and then I always get people replying being like, oh my god, I love this book or I'm going to buy this book now that you've recommended it. And then people will also send me what they've just read and what, and people always are like, oh, if you liked this, you'll really like this type of thing. And for me, that is just like the best type of recommendation I can get way better than going online and reading anything on like Goodreads or anything I need. I need people that I know have similar interests and similar taste in books to me to then tell me that I need to read something. Okay, next one. I want to see more of people not having their shit together. Okay? I just want to see people be more open about not having their shit together, not always getting up but really early at the crack of dawn and going to the gym and not having a that girl morning routine and but no, yeah, I want to see people basically just being like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing and that's okay. And, but I don't mean that in like a way that's like, I'm so cool and quirky and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I mean more in just a like, it's okay to not know what you're doing in your 20s or in your 30s or just whatever age you are. Um, yeah, I just want to see that being more normalized across social media because the pressure to, I don't know, the pressure to constantly be productive and constantly be bettering yourself is just like, it's too much. It needs to stop. And the people betraying their lives to be like that, I mean, I'm sure there are people who genuinely are like that all the time, but I would say the majority of people don't live like that every day and just show the kind of 
yeah they're really productive days okay next thing is something i want to see less of and that is that i want to see less of people idolizing being self-employed i just feel like people really put being self-employed on a pedestal i don't know i just don't think it's what it's cracked out to be i think there's something very very nice about having a job that you can just log off at at five o'clock and not think about it until you start the next day or until you start on a monday morning now don't get me wrong there are obviously a lot of benefits to being self-employed i listened to emma chamberlain's podcast about this recently actually and i thought she really hit the nail on the head yeah obviously it's a really great thing to be your own boss you can set your own hours and it's very flexible where that's concerned but there's also just a lot of pressure that comes from being self-employed and you just kind of never switch off literally from the second i wake up i'm like am i gonna film my breakfast for tiktok am i gonna do what i eat in the day am i gonna do get ready with me or uh, come to uni with me for the day am i going to do a makeup tutorial when i come home am i going to i don't know just like all these things are constantly going through your head i'm like I need to edit my podcast, but I'm not going to get home tonight till 10 o'clock. I'll edit it when I'm in bed. Like, literally all these little things. And it's like, there's not really a minute in the day that goes by, I think, as a self-employed person where you don't think about work. And whether that's because you're an artist or because you're a YouTuber or you're just... It doesn't matter what you do. If you're self-employed and you're your own boss and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm saying. You literally just think about it 24-7. And yes, don't get me wrong. It's so great to do something that you're passionate about and that you can then monetize off. But yeah, I just, I think this whole idolization of being self-employed and everyone trying to work to get to the point where you're self-employed is, yeah, I think it's a bit stupid because... I actually think there's a lot to be said about having a job where you can just switch off at five o'clock and go and enjoy your evening without thinking about everything you still have to get done. Do you know, like, when it hits the clock, five o'clock for people to do nine to fives, they're like, I'm not getting paid after this, so I'm not doing anything else. Even if you have a shitload of stuff still to do, you're probably just like, well, not my job. I finish at five o'clock. I'll get it done tomorrow. And you don't think about those things that you have to do tomorrow because... It doesn't matter until tomorrow. Whereas, yeah, it's just a completely different story when you're self-employed. Those things always matter to you in your head at every at every time in the day. Okay, next one. I want to see more Instagram photo dumps that aren't aesthetic. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing people's really aesthetic monthly dumps. I'm just like surely you're going out of your way to make your life look aesthetic for this dump because no one's life actually looks like that and you know what I think I heard I where was I listening to something about this recently where these photo dumps have actually are actually just as toxic as people posing I, I don't know how to explain this but basically when dumps kind of first became popular it was seen as like this really good thing that Instagram was becoming more like real life and less of a highlight reel but actually if anything it's kind of the opposite because all of a sudden it's making people feel like their (laughs) everyday lives and just like every little thing they do should just be like effortlessly aesthetic at least like with the posed photos you can see that they're very much posed and they are a highlight taken 
for Instagram. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I don't. Oh, am I making sense? Do you know what I mean? But anyway, I want to see more just like dumps of like funny photos, photos with your friends that aren't posed, things that aren't aesthetic. I love my monthly photo dumps on Instagram. It's literally my favorite thing ever. It's so nice to be able to look back through the year at, and kind of have a little monthly roundup of it. And mine are never aesthetic. They're always just me and my friends being drunk or food I've eaten that month or just funny videos. And yeah, I just want to see more of that because I don't know. It, stuff like that just makes me laugh. It makes me happy. And they're actually the posts I get the most likes on. Because I think people do actually like just seeing people's normal everyday lives. I think it is a lot nicer to have like a little kind of an insight into into people's lives that isn't very much posed for the camera. Next thing, probably a controversial one, but I want to see more people not liking kids. Why is everyone obsessed with kids? They're not cute. <laughs> They're literally like little aliens. I'm sorry, but I don't like them at all. The second my Instagram feed turns into like a baby sharing platform for all my friends, I'm done. I'm off the app ASAP. I do not want to see, I do not want to be scrolling through my Instagram and see all your baby photos. I'm sorry. No baby in the world is cute to me. There, I said it. Oh, no, I feel bad. I feel bad. Do it. <laughs> Maybe some, some are like a little bit cute, you know, if they're like in a cute outfit, but cute in a way like oh that's cute in the photo but like get it away from me type of thing (laughs) like my friend amy her sister had a baby the other day and she put a photo on her story and to be fair it was a cute baby but also like how cute are babies really they are just really annoying they're annoying everywhere like in restaurants in theaters in cinemas in no matter where you are in shops oh my god babies in shops Yeah, I just, I don't like them and I want to see more people disliking them. (laughs) Next thing I want to see more of is more people music sharing and less like gatekeeping of music. I don't know, I find it very difficult to find, like I'm going through a bit of a rut at the minute with music and I would love to just, I don't know, I think Spotify needs to up its game in terms of being able to share music with your friends like I think there should be some sort of I know you can follow people and follow playlists but I think there should be some sort of like um not for you page but like newsfeed type of thing where you can kind of see what your friends are listening to I don't know maybe this is a thing and I'm just not using Spotify properly but yeah I just I think when I'm going through a bit of a rut with music I could really do with recommendations yeah I don't really know where I'm going with this. I just want people to gatekeep their music less <laughs> and share their good music with me. This next one goes without saying after my whole mole scare and getting them removed. I've talked about this on my Instagram and on a previous podcast, but I want to see less people using some beds. I know it's one of those things, same as smoking or something like that, where you know the bad effects it can have on you and your body but you still just choose to do it because I know a lot of people find it very like therapeutic it is it is therapeutic it it is nice going on a sunbed you feel kind of like you're going on a little holiday you just get to chill out in the heat they play music it is a really nice experience and you come out with a tan but yeah I just after my whole experience I just want to see less people using sunbeds 
Okay, I've just got a couple more. This next one is I want to see more people in matching pajamas. Why has why have pajamas just kind of like become uncool or something? Why does no one wear pajamas anymore? <laughs> I swear everyone just wears like hoodies and sweats to bed or like sweatshorts. There's something to be said about a nice matching set of pajamas. Yeah, I think we need to bring back matching pajamas, make them a thing again because they're really cute. Yeah, I just think they should be more of a thing. Okay, and last but not least, I want to see more men talking about feminism. And I don't just mean on social media. I want to see it in the workplace. I want to see it in schools. I want to see it in family conversations around the dinner table. I want to see it in social media. I just want more men talking about the topic. I think so many men are kind of in denial that there even needs to be feminism. I know a lot, like, there's so many people in the world that just think it doesn't need to be a thing anymore and that equality exists. That is definitely not the case and it obviously requires education to make people understand that that's not the case. There is definitely still a need for feminism and it's one of those things where we can't, like, you can't tackle an issue It's the same for anything where there's a group of people being oppressed. The people being oppressed cannot fight the issue without the help of the oppressors. It doesn't matter how much women protest and talk about inequality and demand better treatment. We actually will never get to where we want to be without the help of men. And we're not going to get the help of men if they continue to just ignore it and not talk about it. So yeah, I want to see more men talking about feminism. So yeah, that's everything I want to see more and less of in 2022. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, thank you all so much for your love and continued support on the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it on your social media so that we can reach a wider audience. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye!